It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Radio that makes you think. This is the Brian Kilmeade Show. As of right now, I feel like I am going to play. As of right now. Um, I'm going to play nine more holes tomorrow. My recovery has been good. I've been very excited about how I've recovered each and every day, and that, that's been the, the, the challenge. That's why I came up here and, and tested out for 27 holes. And that was um, Tiger Woods yesterday uh, confirming what's been rumored, that he's going to play in the Masters uh, after that devastating car wreck when many people thought he was going to lose the leg. Devastated, uh, and you know when the cops came up to him in his car, they thought he was whoever it was was dead. Uh, he is very much alive and about to play in the Masters. It is uh, all about Tiger Woods. Very few things would sur- that happened to Tiger Woods would surprise Jeff Benedict. He's the uh, co-author of the num- number one New York Times best-selling biography on Tiger Woods. Also executive produced the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO last year. And joins me now, Jeff, are you surprised to hear Tiger confirm uh, just a couple of years from that accident he's playing again? First of all, good morning, Brian. Good to talk with you again. Um, no. I- <laughs> I, I think the thing about about Tiger that I learned w- while writing the biography was that uh, he is he, he's such an unusual athlete to begin with, but he he really doesn't even fit in the sport of golf. Um, when you think about the kinds of injuries he sustained uh, a little over a year ago, those are those would be they're catastrophic, career-ending injuries probably in any sport, never mind golf. But what Tiger's been doing for years, and I, I thought of this yesterday when I watched his press conference and he was asked if he thought he could actually win this weekend. And without hesitation, he said he could. He he does. It just reminded me of exactly how he sounded and reacted uh, at the press conference or the interview he gave before his very first professional golf tournament back in 1996. And he was asked then what his expectations were going into his first tournament. And he said, it's to win. And the, the interviewer kind of laughed at him, like, because that was a ridiculous answer for an amateur young kid who just left college to expect he could actually win that early on the PGA Tour. And, of course, we know what he did. A few months later, he, he smashed all the records at the Masters and won. And I think this is really just an extension of that story. He, he's doing that kind of thing yet again. So uh, we're talking to uh, Jeff Benedict, who's who studied Tiger's life as well as anyone, uh, and did the HBO documentary on it. So Tiger, here he is, Tiger, saying that exact thing, cut 29. You've said countless times throughout your career that you don't enter a golf tournament unless you think that you can win it. Mm-hmm. So the question is simple. Do you think you can win the Masters this week? I do. And what have you seen in your preparation that leads you to believe that? I can, I can hit it just fine. And I, I, I don't have any qualms about what I can do physically from a golf standpoint. It's now walking is the hard part. So could you describe to our audience in a pedestrian way, not from the best you can understand how bad this leg is and how, how, what they had to do to put it back together? Well, I mean, I don't know anything more than anyone else knows about how the leg is right now. It it obviously was. (laughs) Yeah. In terms of how it was, I mean, there was the the initial prognosis was he he would he could lose the leg. Like this was not a simple leg fracture. There were multiple fractures uh, in his leg and his ankle and his foot 
um, there were concerns about whether he would even be mobile after that accident. And uh, I, I think you, one of the things, Brian, that's, that's so interesting about Tiger is Tiger is someone who has a linebacker mentality in a sport that's very genteel. And, and in football, we're, we're accustomed to seeing players um, blow their knees out, uh, break bones, go through really significant injuries, and then, and then try to return to the gridiron to continue playing football. You never see this in golf because, first of all, golf isn't a sport that produces these kinds of injuries, the kind that he got from a car accident. But I think his, this mentality that Tiger has, which people are just so um, unaccustomed to, He's had this his whole life, and a lot of it is rooted in the way he was raised by his parents and the things that his father taught him and instilled in him very on it. There's a, there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. I, I've never seen viewed Tiger as someone who's arrogant. I've always seen him as someone who's extremely confident. You notice when he answered that question, that clip you just played, there wasn't a second of hesitation when he was asked that question, and his answer was, I do. And when he says, I do, he means it. He really does go into this thing this weekend right. thinking he can win. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. So Fred Couples, a legendary golfer, said this about they were played together. I guess they've become fast friends, even though it's a difference in age. He says he looks phenomenal. Uh, he's my favorite guy. What impresses me the most is he was bombing it for one. If you ask one to talk golf, he was bombing it. I know JT, I'm not sure, uh, is not the longest hitter on the tour, but I know he's damn long, and he was with him uh, finishing it. Um, uh, Wood shows no signs of injury. There was no grimacing. There was no limping. The scorecard didn't matter as Wood was more concerned with putting his leg, right leg through another test. Now, when people drill down on it and they talk about the damage done, they say the hills are tough to walk if someone recovering from an injury like that. Uh, so yeah. that's interesting that he chose a hilly course to come back on. And I guess the key is going to be, you know, day one, after going, this is going to, he's gotten two days already going 18 holes, yeah. correct? Yeah. Here's something, Brian, that your audience can probably relate to, because most people listening to your program probably haven't had the kind of leg injury that Tiger sustained. But most of your listeners have probably experienced back pain, and, and a lot of them have probably experienced at one time or another serious back pain. You know how debilitating that can be. Here's the thing I think that's important with Tiger. He's been through major surgeries over and over and over on his back. He's had discs fused. He's had uh, injuries to his vertebrae that were so uh, painful and debilitating that for weeks and months he, he couldn't move, yet this guy came back from those kinds of injuries and <clears throat> played on these courses with that kind of back pain. If you can deal with back pain the way Tiger has, I think he's demonstrated he has an appetite and an ability to play with pain. I'm not saying he's in pain right now. I'm just saying that he's capable of dealing with pain in ways that mm -hmm. very few humans, very few humans are capable of. All right. Um, Jeff, the other thing would be, you know, winning the coming back, winning the masters after that back injury and everything that he went through was, uh, was amazing. Imagine if he can come back and win a major or be able to compete in all four majors this year and be competitive. What would that do for the game of golf? 
Well, he's always been the lodestar for the game of golf. There are millions of people, and that's not like a loosely used term, millions of people who will tune in this weekend only to see him. And if he weren't playing, they would not watch the Masters. There's a lot of people that don't necessarily care about golf and certainly don't play golf who tune in when he plays. And so it's not only great for the game of golf and the network that broadcasts the tournament, but it helps all the other players on the tour. Understood. And just in terms of you just studied him all these years and whatever, do you, do you have a relationship with him? No, no. I mean, when you write a biography, you typically don't work with the subject that way. Yeah. This understood. So you have this other book that is also great. The it's called uh, the dynasty. It's all about the new England Patriots remarkable run. And now it's going to be a 10-part TV series by Ron Howard and Brian Grazer, uh, their Imagine Productions. So you're going to be not only the executive producer, but a writer on it? Yeah, and the difference there, Brian, is in that case, I did work with the team and and them because uh, it was was not a biography. It was me spending three years inside the organization. And so it's an interesting comparison because in my mind – Robert Kraft is an owner, Bill Belichick as a coach, and Tom Brady as a quarterback are on the same plane as Tiger Woods as a golfer. You're talking about four people who are the best in the world at what they do. And so it, for me, it, it has been really eye-opening in terms of looking at similarities and differences. When's going to be ready? Well, the film, 10-part series is a big process. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're <laughs> but we're into it, and it's a great project. I can imagine. So any predictions before we go on, on the Masters uh, beginning tomorrow? Uh, I, I hate making predictions because I'm not a golf expert. I feel like I, you know, I'm a biographer. I write about people. I, what I will be most interested in, of course, is just watching Tiger and watching people watch him. Just the size of the crowds, Brian, that were there this week to watch him practice <laughs> is um, it, it just it, it injects an enthusiasm and excitement into the game that I think had gone kind of quiet since he uh, stepped off the tour. Uh, I hear you. Uh, no doubt about it. And I just think the crowds will be huge. And all, all that uh, anti-Tiger sentiment that might have existed in the past when he was the best, I think it's all reversed. I don't even think people are thinking about the scandals before, the marriage and the problem. No, I think they're just no. looking just to look to see if this guy can turn back the clock again. No, I think that's right. And I also think that one of the things that's it's this is a good story. And uh, in a lot of ways, the country and the world can can use a good story right now. And when I say good, I mean something that's uplifting, something that gives uh, people a reason to smile. You got it. Uh, Jeff Benedict, thanks so much. Thank you. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.